Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you improve not just your business, but your life. And today we're going to be talking about how to live your best life. Have you ever noticed there's some people who are just slaying it and their business with their family life and everywhere else? And you've noticed other people just seem as if they're the walking dead. They've been pining and moaning and complaining and procrastinating about the exact same thing they told you five years ago or (coughs) 10 years ago or sadly even more. Well, listen to today's episode. If you want to live your best life, if you want to rise above mediocrity and just do what you need to do so that you can feel fulfilled in all parts of your life, listen to today's episode because we're going to be breaking that down about what it looks like to live your best life. And you're going to get some really fabulous tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are here with me today. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. Thank you so much for being here. I know that you can be at a whole bunch of other places, but you're choosing to be here, and I appreciate that. Make sure to hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And those of you guys who have been hearing me say (laughs) lickety-split... Or multiple times. Thank you for still being here. I thank you in advance for sharing this podcast with someone else that you know would appreciate this information. I thank you in advance for writing a review wherever you're listening. That way we can amplify the message and that way we can spread more hope and love and joy and peace wherever we go. Sharing is caring. And I thank you in advance if you choose to connect with me in one of a couple of ways. You can all you can always send me a audio message, anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee, where you can leave me a message. Please be sure to let me know in the beginning or end of the recording whether or not you want me to air your content. I want to respect your privacy. Please include your name, your hometown, and your question, comment, or just a simple shout out. I so appreciate hearing from you. If you would like to reach in contact with me directly, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect where you can read my about page. I am a life coach specializing in trauma and addictions. Learn more about my story and as well as some information that you may be of interest to learn about. Also, you can sign up to my free weekly mailing list where I drop some hints and gems about things that are facing entrepreneurs and anyone in general who wants to improve their life. I want to support you on that journey. So I also include some resources that may be of help to you. Also, you can check out my archives. I've got like over 300 episodes. You can literally like spend all day listening to me if you choose to on the road. You know, I want to go to Boca Raton via your earpiece (laughs) or wherever you're traveling to. Take me as your travel buddy when you go to Puerto Rico or wherever, somewhere warm and sunny and tropical. I love warm and sunny and tropical places. Anyway, you can go ahead and check out those archives. You can also check out my offerings. What I'm going to be talking about is going to be found more in my course, Amazing Attitude, as well as my private coaching. If you're interested in applying for working with me, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. You'll also link to apply to work with me one-on-one if that is of interest to you. Okay. I 
always like to open things up on a little zany note, at least during my private climbing sessions. And I thought, well, why don't I just start a little zaniness with you? <laughs> so I thought about this long opening speech about why we need to live our best life and how we can go about doing that. But I want to just do it in a different kind of way. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the old classic Wizard of Oz with Judy Garland. And it's so classic. You know, they play it year after year after year after year. Uh, even though the, like, the movie is almost like 100 years old. It's just old. But it's still classic. And one of the things that I think appeals to all of us is this little girl, Dorothy, who is feeling distraught about her life. She's about... She, Right before she goes into the land of Oz, there's a uh, the her wicked or mean neighbor threatening to take her dog away, and she's really mad about certain things that are going on in her home, and this all kind of happens during the storm where she kind of gets her not gets herself knocked unconscious and then somehow gets transported away, but it's this idea of this climax point where it feels as if nothing's going right, nothing's going well, and you're just seeking to find a solution. And I really believe the reason why The Wizard of Oz is so endearing, is so classic, so many years later, generations later, is that because we've all have been at that climatic point where we either do something or we don't. And what I like about so much of the story of The Wizard of Oz is this idea of using the journey to find yourself and it was so classic about the characters that Dorothy faces the Tin Man the Scarecrow you know those characters that just were looking for something that they thought was going to be outside so what I like to do in the time that I have before I kind of dive into some more tips I want to share with you a little bit of the the script from the Wizard of Oz particularly when the wizard is doling out gifts to each of the characters the scarecrow and the tin man and the cowardly lion and I as you're listening to this I hope that you're going to be able to pick up on the bigger topic that we're going to be sharing with one another because I'm hoping that as you listen to me you'll say oh my goodness the solution to living my best life is actually much more simpler than I thought okay so I'm going to open up and so imagine the scene where Dorothy pulls back the curtains and exposes the wizard with all his sound effects and smoke screens and she's screaming oh you're a very bad man and the wizard of Oz says oh no my dear I'm a very good man I'm just a very bad wizard. And the scarecrow pipes up, What about the heart you promised, Tin Man? And the courage that you promised, Cowardly Lion? And then Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion both chime together and say, And Scarecrow's brain! And then the Wizard of Oz goes, Why anybody can have a brain? That's a very mediocre commodity. Every pulmonous creature that crawls on the earth or slinks through slimy seas has a brain. Back where I come from, we have universities, seats of great learning, where men can go to become great thinkers. And when they come out, they think deep thoughts and with no more brains than you have. But they have one thing you haven't got, a diploma. Therefore, by virtue of the authority vested to me by the Universitas Comitium e Plurimium, I hereby confer upon you the honorary degree of THD 
and presents a diploma. Scarecrow, THD, Wizard of Oz says, that's a doctor of thinkology. And then the scarecrow grows. He puts his hand on his finger and said, wait a minute. The sum of the square roots of two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side. Ha ha! Rapture, I've got a grain. How I ever could thank you. And then the wizard all replies, well, you can't. And to the lion, he says, as for you, my fine friend, you are a victim of disorganized thinking. You are under the unfortunate delusion that simply because you run away from danger, you have no courage. You're confusing courage with wisdom. Back where I come from, we have men who are called heroes. Once a year, they take their fortitude out of mouthballs and parade it down the main street of the city, and they have no more courage than you have. But they have one thing you have got, and it's a medal. Therefore, with miraculous conduct, extraordinary value, conspicuous bravery against wicked witches, I award you the triple cross. And he gives him a medal and places on his fur. You are now a member of the Legion of Courage. And then to the tin man, he says, As for you, my galvanized friend, you have a heart. You want a heart, but you don't know how lucky you have not to have one. Hearts will never be practical unless they can be made unbreakable. So I'm just going to kind of close and come back with you and talk about that dialogue. For so many of us, we have looked outside for what we already have inside. We think that unless we got a medal or we get a title or we have social media followers, or whatever fill in the blank that we are told is equivalent to being successful and having achievement by some fill in the blank person is going to make us feel fulfilled. And how many of us have tried to diet or associate with the right people or mimic what we thought another person said to do only to feel feeling more empty and more unfulfilled you can't use visa black to erase the pain now i remember i had one coach i it was kind of toward the the tail end of our relationship when i realized she was less of a spiritual and more of a hedonist but that's a different conversation that we'll explore in a, in a future podcast but this idea of i can literally spend the money away and when i found out with this particular coach and so many others who prescribe to the hedonist philosophy is that not only are you feeling more empty okay you're actually accumulating more damage in terms of having bills right paying for stuff that you have no business buying for my particular this particular ex-coach that I was working with I come to find out later that she got sued by a major credit card company for failure to pay okay now when a credit card company sues you that's pretty bad I just want to let you know that's pretty bad that means you're going above and beyond gluttony financial gluttony you're going into absurdity, okay? And so for a lot of us, we think if we need to spend, 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 spend until we look good to impress people that don't know us, don't care about us, don't aren't invested into our future, then somehow we can feel good about the, ourselves. That's pure folly, okay? 
Now, don't get me wrong. We all need to spend in order for certain creature comforts, food in our belly, clothes on our backs, somewhere warm to sleep at night. But there comes to the point where if we're spending so much to the point we start forgetting who we are in terms of plastic surgeries and enhancements and all this stuff. You have to ask yourself, are you really doing this to feel good about yourself or to try to fill in the vast emptiness, the cavernous emptiness of one's soul. And I myself suffered through that myself in terms of looking towards people. You may not be looking towards material things. You could be looking towards people for that sense of fulfillment, for a sense of that belonging. If I get that check mark on uh, from my teacher, if I get that next sale, if I get the approval from this guy that I've been pining and dreaming for him to finally love him, to love me the way that I love him. And for the fellas too, if you've also had that unrequited love, or I'll finally try to get attention from my mom or my dad or fill in the blank. It goes on and on and on when we're looking for someone else for affection and attention. But here's the thing. We live in a broken world with fallen people myself included. Our opinions of ourselves, forget about other person, can change from second to second. To put our hope and our happiness and our sense of fulfillment based on what other people has to say or think about us is pure folly. So part of living our best life, I talk about, it's not about necessarily material possession. And it's definitely not about people, right? And it's, and let's talk about the next thing. It's definitely not about our situations. For a lot of us, we think that if we have things lined up, right? Meaning that we have the right job or the right relationship or the right fill in the blank that we've been told that success is, right? We hit all those markers and we feel as if, my goodness, I still don't feel fulfilled. And one of the things that I, I was thinking about was... Uh, particular celebrities and they're always jumping from one venture to another one venture to another I particularly was thinking about some actors some a-list actors that after they kind of dial back on their acting they start you know more or less hawking products skincare cosmetics alcohol clothing fill in the blank they just more or less use their name as lovers to jump from one venture to another and it's clear that it's not even really about believing the product. I, I mean, not to say that none of them believe in the product, but when you're jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to check off boxes to accumulate money, it's not about the, it's not even about helping people, right? It's about stature. It's about power. It's about prestige. And that's another folly because here's the thing, as quick as you rise is can be as quick as you fall down. So this business of trying to check off boxes and being busy just for the sake of busy, right? And having things to do is also folly. Because here's the thing. People change their opinions. Priorities change. Situations can shift at any moment's notice. And so if we're basing our worth about the things that we do solo, right? And for receiving power, prestige, fame, whatever. That's also folly. That's not living your best life. Okay. Living your best life is a matter of purpose. And I know this is totally countercultural to all the things that you've read or seen online. 
Because we live in a society that tells you that you need, you're only as good as the things that you buy or the things that you do or the titles that you hold. And here I am saying, wait a minute, if you do that, it's to your own detriment in terms of satisfaction within your soul. Your your body was built for purpose. Your body was built in order for something that's greater than above you. But it's not in a sense of so that you you have your name engraved in buildings and books and whatever. It's the sense of I'm doing a good work that satisfies my soul, that gives me a sense of purpose to wake up. And it's not from a place of people pleasing, codependency, right? Or insecurities or are just feeling validated by people or or, or or situation around us. But it's coming from a place of, I love me. I'm gifted in these things. I enjoy these things. It gives me pep in my step. And I can't imagine doing anything else. But a lot of us sell out because of pressure from our family, pressure from our lovers, pressure from our community, right? We sell out. And so we take jobs and situations that don't even make us happy, but we're running for that, I need to make a buck. And then you blink your eyes and a year passes. Then blink your other eyes and a couple more years passes. And the next thing you know, you've lived 20 plus years living with someone or doing a career or fill in the blank. And you realize it never really mattered. So I'm hoping, as I mentioned in the earlier part of our time with one another, like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz had that that moment of reflection where you have to pivot. You have to do something different. You have to search, right, for something that will fulfill you that's not around you. And I'm telling you right now that there is something that's above and beyond what you are doing, what you are facing. And that's what I talk about in Amazing Attitude. And I dig a little bit deeper into your life script and how you come to those conclusions and more importantly, how to escape from that and one-on-one private sessions with me. Because I definitely see that there's so many people who are living inauthentic lies based on incomplete information from their family members. Well-meaning family members who are also guilted and shamed and have anxiety and have insecurities. And instead of saying, hey, I have my own securities, doubts, and fears, they just project their own fears upon you and then you inherit them and then continue the cycle. How many times have you met someone who is seeming so talented with a particular skill set, right? They could be an awesome writer or or artists or engineer or fill in the blank and they sell themselves short because their mother said, well, you're going to need to go get a good job and be a lawyer or whatever that was. That's selling out. Now, no one's going to admit they have insecurities. No one's going to admit that they have fears. But what they do is they plant seeds of fear around you. And they'll say stuff like, well, I don't know if this is worth investing in. I mean, do you know much research about that? Or I think you're making a lot of good job. And what about your health care? Or I don't know if this is something I would do. Perhaps maybe when you get more security, then you can think about doing something else. Have you heard stuff like that? Have you heard people planting fe- seeds of fear? 
and worry into you, okay? Because I have. And I, the paycheck for listening to that kind of talk was more fear, more doubt, more insecurity. Because here's the thing. If you're around a bunch of people who are fearful, it's just going to amplify the message even further, okay? If you want to fly with the eagles, that requires you stop hanging out with turkeys on the ground. There's no other way to do it, okay? And this business, and I just want to talk about it right now because it's been on my, my mind, is that if you wake up, right, and you're like, my goodness, I need to do something, right, whatever that is, and you take no action with that, it's going to eat your soul away. Trust me, slowly but surely. Because that is your spirit calling you to action. And by you ignoring that call, it's meaning you're betraying your soul. And I, I'm speaking very firmly about this because I've been there. I bought the t-shirt. I have denied my soul and I paid bitterly, bitterly in my relationships. I remember when I was engaged, my first and only time being engaged prior to my husband, uh, my engagement. I remember as soon as I got my engagement rings, I started to drink excessively. Now, who gets engaged and starts heavily drinking? Well, I did, my dear. I did because I felt anxiety and worry. Instead of being the brave person and saying, you know what? I can't do this. I just dug in and I made a bunch of underhanded comments and and inadvertently just I shouldn't say inadvertently. I subconsciously destroyed my relationship subtly because I didn't have the bravery to say, this guy is not for me. This is not it. Your soul knows whether or not you are honoring yourself or you're running away from yourself. It comes in that pit in the stomach. It comes with the overeating. It comes with uh, the constant worry and anxiety. It comes with the insomnia. Your body is literally screaming about what you're doing that's causing more irritants and consternation and all that stuff. There's a fabulous book if you're interested in learning more about the whole how your body chemically responds to stress. It's called When the Body Says No by Gabor Mate. Wonderful research. And what I'm trying to say in all of this is that there's so many beautiful research that has confirmed me when I'm saying that your body was not built to hold in potential, okay? If you hold in potential, it's literally going to turn your body ill. It's It's going to be rancid. It's going to just feel yucky. And I want you to be free from that anxiety. I want you to be free from the insecurities. I want you to be free from the people pleasing. And that requires you understanding that most people, 95% of the people that are around you are living in fear. Okay, and the only way they can feel comfortable is that if you adopt their fear mentality, and I don't want that to happen to you. And the solution is already inside of you. Oh my goodness, I'm in the middle of the night, middle of the night, 2 a.m. I have this beautiful idea about certain things that I want to include in one of my workbooks, not Amazing Attitude, but in one of my other private client workbooks. I got tons of workbooks, tons of workbooks talking about different issues about fear, anxiety, codependency, relationship building, all this career building, all this other stuff within our business, so much stuff. And I remember I just had this brilliant idea that I needed to incorporate and I did it. I wrote, well, I didn't do it at the time because I need my sleep, my love, but I <laughs> wrote it all on my phone and went back to sleep. 
Then I woke up and I started incorporating one of my workbooks. But here's the thing. It was my passion that was birthing that idea that I wanted to incorporate in my material. And now I'm sharing it with you. This is the thing that passion does. It lights everything on fire. It gets that whole party started. And that's why in order for you to live your best life, do not deny that passion. Do not desire do not deny it. From a lot of people say, well, I know I have it, but once I have this amount of money or once I have this, then I'll get to it. Baby, that's a lie from the devil, okay? It never will happen unless you take the action. And a lot of people say, well, I don't, I'm not sure, I'm afraid. Look, it's the fear that keeps you trapped. I have tons of fear. I remember even before I started this podcast, I'll never forget the conversation I had. I was being interviewed for this other woman's podcast. And she asked me, do you have your own podcast? And I said, no. I said, and I, and I remember the reason why I hesitated. I was like, well, I don't know how to grow a podcast. I don't know where to start a podcast. And I remember she said that once you start it, you're just going to have tons of ideas. And people will love what you have to say if you speak with passion. Because I hear you speaking with passion right now. But you know what? I didn't initially start because I was more preoccupied with the fear than the faith. So what I want you to do is dig into that faith, knowing full well that while you may not able to understand the outcomes, right? Or more or less like what is going to happen next. Well, that's outcomes. (laughs) You will be able to understand who you are, what you're capable of. And what matters most to you? Too many people are living mediocre lives because they don't know who they are and what they want and how to get at it. And Amazing Attitude and obviously Private Coaching kind of digs into a little bit about that. But it all starts with you finally making the decision, I need this. This is important to me. People be damned about how they react because most of them are reacting out of their fear. So make that decision to go for who you want to connect with. Make that decision to do what fulfills your soul. Make that decision to make your faith larger than your fear and expect amazing things to happen. I am sure of it. Now, I talked so much today about certain things. Like, obviously, we talked about the Wizard of Oz. We talked about This idea of what it doesn't look like to walk in integrity with yourself and and finding shortcuts like money and things and people pleasing. And then we talked about what it looks like to walk in your authentic self, minus the fear, minus insecurities, minus the doubt and understanding, respecting that uncertainty is a part of the growth process. In order to grow, you have to expand and that includes parts of vulnerability but if you're willing to do that you'll be able to even if whatever happens what regardless of what happens in your business or your personal life or whatever at least you have the guts to look at yourself in in the mirror and say i did i had the courage to do that and that's what i want for you so all that being said what is your plan of action what are you going to plan on doing based on what i have to say okay Want to hear back from you? You can connect with me from info.deniseglee.com slash connect <laughs> and then be able to connect with me there. Leave me a voice message or take that next step and get the help that you know you need 
in whatever container that looks like. Okay. If you like this podcast, make sure that you share it with someone else. And lastly, please understand that what I have to say, if it felt uncomfortable, then it's probably something that's pushing you to the next step, whatever that is. And I I want to fully support you if that is what you want. So be sure to reach out and touch with me if that's something that you desire. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Go out, be courageous, do something different. Understand that your fear is not going to stop you from being successful. All right. Make your faith greater than your fear and do great things. And with that, I will talk with you soon.